All right, hello everyone. Welcome back to Mesilas uh, Sharm in English. Again, we are in the final chapter of the Mesilas Sharm, chapter twenty-six. Which, uh, I don't know if I mentioned the, uh, uh, already, but uh, it's the numerical value of God's name, Yud K Vav K. Uh, and uh, yes, we discussed really what the Kaddish is again, to the best of my knowledge of how I understand it. It's a very, very high level total focus on the spirituality of, of, of the, the spiritual world and very limited uh, interactions with the physical world, or at least with physicality. And uh, the last we discussed was explaining the difference between a Tahar and a Kaddish. A Tahar doesn't want to have anything to do with this world, but nature compels him to be involved in the world by whatever it is, whether he has to eat, he has to sleep, he has to go to the bathroom. But if he would not if you wouldn't need those things, he wouldn't involve himself. As opposed to the Kaddish, what happens is it's not that he doesn't need, it's not that he wouldn't want it, but when he gets involved in the, since he's more spiritual than physical, whatever he does physical converts over to, um, uh, converts over to something spiritual. So, um, it's uh, it, it's it's a it's subtle, but it's a much higher level. Because you, you could say to yourself, really, I don't understand the why does the cutters need to be involved in the physical world? Well, he has to be involved in the physical world because that's really where he is. But what makes him better than a tar is that what when he gets involved in the physical world, he transforms the cutters wholly, as we're going to see right now. Right, the physical actions of this man. The Kaddish are themselves holy because he himself is considered a Mishkan, and they base on Migdash. He's a tabernacle and a temple, as a, or a, a, with, that has an that has an altar in it. And uh, what happens is when you when he eats, it's like it's like a, a carbon, it's like a carbon offering, a sacrificial offering in his mouth. Uh, as it says that as it teaches that the patriarchs, they themselves, they're the chariots of the Shekhinah, and said similar stated by the righteous are themselves, they themselves, the righteous, meaning these Kedoshim, are, uh, are, are chariots that, for the Shekhinah. And they, they compare it very simple, because the Shekhinah rests upon them. So just as the Shekhinah rests in the base of Mikdash, in the Mishkan, so too the Shekhinah rests upon these holy people. So... Since the since the physical actions of the Kaddish themselves are now holy, and they are like offerings to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it certainly cannot be said, as with the Torah, that it would be better if they were free from engaging in these actions as well. Like we just said before, he is totally transforming some. That that's what makes him on a higher level, is that he takes the physical and transforms it into something holy. And it was certainly considered a great elevation. That's what these, that's what they want. That's what we need to do, right? So that's why it's better that, let me rephrase it. I said to my, I, I posed a question in the beginning of this podcast saying, well, shouldn't it be better to be without the physicality at all? Like what the Tar wants? In other words, the Tar doesn't want to get involved with it because he's only doing because he's necessary. As opposed to the Kaddish, the Kaddish, what, what does he need to get involved with it for? So the answer is that he has to get involved because he needs to elevate the item. When he goes ahead and takes his physical food, when he goes ahead and takes his physical food, what he's going to do is 
is going to elevate that food. And that's what we need to do. Like it says here, and so it, it, it's what they want. It was considered a great elevation for those items that would ascend upon the Mizbeach. They were offered before the Shekhinah. So any carbon that would go to, uh, to a Kodesh Baruch, any offering that would go on the altar, it was considered an honor for, this, for, the, for the item itself that's being, uh, that's being offered. And not only was it an honor for this item itself, let's say it was a cow. So the cow gets elevated to something holy because it's being used for a, for a holy purpose, all the cows, all the animals themselves, it says there, all the species became blessed on that account of that cow because it was being used for something holy. As it says in the Medrash, so too regarding the food and drink that the holy person consumes, it is an elevation for that food and for the and for the drink that that person consumes. So you see the role of the Kaddish is to transform the physical into spiritual, to elevate it, to make it holy. Um, as it's been offered, you know, like, like when, when he goes ahead and puts it in his mouth, and he gives you a proof, the source of the concept is, anyone who brings gifts to Torah scholars, anyone who brings food or a gift to a Talmud Chacham, to a Kaddish, it's like he brought Pekurim in the Beis HaMikdash. Like similarly, one should fill, it says, we should fill the throats of Torah scholars with food and drink and wine in place of the, of the Nisachim, of the libation offerings. Now, it doesn't mean that we should go ahead and stuff their faces and send them a, you know, a buffet uh, like, uh, like there's no tomorrow. No, that's not the point at all. That's not what it means. It just means that others should do it the same way we poured the yayin down the mizbeach, okay? Um, that that um, it, it, it means that so, so so too when we offer these um, when we offer these things to the holy people to the kedushim, it so too will elevate those things and be a schush for you because they're actually. Um, like we said, on the same level of Beis Migdash, because the Shekhinah rests on them, and it considers them Beis Migdash, and therefore when you bring food to them, and you bring gifts to them, it's like you are bringing a carbon, an offering to the Mizbeach. And this is the way regarding any object of physical use. When a holy person uses it, as we've mentioned before, it elevates the whole thing, and it's going to bring you, will bring you proofs. If you remember, we brought all the things in the Zephyr, right? The stones. Remember when Yaakov Avinu left, um, was it, uh, was it Haran? I don't remember. He left when he left Yisak after the whole things with the with the brachas. He took the brachas from Esav and Esav was chasing after him. So he left and he went to Lavan. So remember, he spent the night on Harabias back then. It was it wasn't based in English then, but he spent the, on Har Maria. And there it said that he put, took stones and went to sleep. And when he woke up, first it said that he had he took stones in plural. Then when he woke up. In the morning, it was just one stone. So Rashi says, what happened is that all the stones wanted to wanted to have the tzaddik's head rest on them. So it came together as one stone. It elevated the stones. So they all had the privilege of having the tzaddik rest on them. You see, because Yaakov was using the stones, you think he was going just to take a, uh, you know, like a casual nap. He needed energy. He went to sleep. He was a kaddish. He went to sleep so he can have energy to continue doing whatever he was doing. And therefore, it elevated those things. The sum of the matter is very simple. 
not simple at all, but the sum of the matter is the essence and core of a Kaddish is that a person be so attached to a Kaddish Baruch Hu that even during whatever material actions he performs, he doesn't separate from that attachment one bit. And this divine attachment is so great that the physical objects that he utilizes for any of his needs are more elevated by the virtue of him, of this person using them, to the degree to which he descends from his level of attachment to Hashem and his elevated spiritual state by the use of the object. Basically, like I said, every involvement, any involvement with the physical is a descent towards earth. So this is where it's important. So it's sort of descent to earth, which, which the soul of the Kaddish travels. He remains so strongly attached to spirituality that his actions elevate the physical to a greater extent than he descends from the spiritual level. Ah, interesting what Ramchal is explaining here. There's very, a lot of mysticism in this in this last chapter. It's very hard to really explain. But uh, I myself don't understand it, but it sounds like, so like I said, when this, when the, this Kaddish goes and needs to involve himself in something physical, it's really, he's going down, he's descending from the spiritual world. So normally what would happen is, is that's it. He's detached from the spiritual world. He's involved in the physical, like the Tahar. But no, he's so powerful, like we keep saying, and he's so attached to Akadosh Baruch Hu, that this physicality goes up to him and meets him. And it rises more than what he has to go down. So let's say he has to only go down two levels. The physicality goes up eight levels, in a sense. And that's what it, that's what it does. It converts it to something physical. Um, it's It's pretty incredible. So again, we're talking, this is how we can understand who these holy people are and how they can, they, they, they can, you know, when they give a bracha, it's makayim. When they, they're just so pleasant around, they, 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 when they say something, it becomes, it comes true. It's because they have access to all this information. All right, it's so, it's, it's overwhelming. Um, but we're getting towards the end where he's going to really talk, top this off. And uh, talk about the, you know, what he needs to focus on, and and so on. So we'll try to I'll try to sum it up on the next uh, on the next podcast.